Hello, Rockers and Mercuryans. It's Rock Mercury here, and welcome to the Rock Mercury Podcast. Today, we're going to be discussing the music industry and how you can take you can take your music business or career into your own hands. Um, and just a little bit of the history, too, of the music industry as well as we get into it. While we do this, I'm going to be eating some food, my feast of the day. You know, I usually eat like one meal a day. I may be eating more soon, but this is my one meal today. I'm having a stir fry of um, this burrow bananas in here. There's tomatillos in here. I've tried to find it all together. There's um, bell peppers, ch um, cherry tomatoes, coconut meat, um, mushroom, bella mushrooms. There are, what else is there in here? Um, kale, hemp seeds, turmeric, cayenne, um, thyme, oregano, all the goodies in this, basil. Um, and then we have some bay leaf over here. I have some key limes for the side. I'm going to like squeeze them. I already put key limes in that stir fry, but I have some key limes for my next dish over here, which is amaranth. You know, I cook my amaranth with all kind of nice seasonings in there too. Ooh, it's looking really good today. She's looking really saucy. Usually she's like golden, but um, she's like really seasoned today. So let me show you. I'm going to go ahead and um, let me use it with a spoon so you can see the texture of this. It is so good. It's an ancient grain. I um, got in on it because it's an alkaline, an alkaline um, grain. So I was like, let me eat this for my for my cleanse. It's very good for you when you're having cleanses and stuff. So that's that's the grain right there. That's the kind of texture of it. I cook this with a little bit less water than I usually do. Let me mix it all up together because it's um there's some bay leaf in here too, but it's very delicious. Oh my god, it smells amazing, guys! I put so much seasoning in here. All good seasonings. I also did about the same type of, um, the same type of, uh, what do you call it? Seasonings I put it, as I put in the stir fry. A lot of the cayenne, oregano, thyme, basil, um, but bay leaf was one of the main ones I put in there at the beginning. So I'm excited to get into this. Let's jump in because I am hungry. Uh, I've been up since early this morning working, 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 not a day. Um, and yes, yeah, so I'm going to go ahead and do this and then I'm going to, Get ready for, you know, my beach walk and everything. But I want to talk about the music industry. I'm going to put some of this on my plate here. Get my plate all situated. I kind of like this new texture. Usually it's a little more watery. It has the texture of grits, but not today. Today I made a little bit thicker. Um, let's get to the... Oh, my God. Oh, goodness. All right, before I have that on here, I'm going to put some of my stir fry on here, too. But, yes, you guys. So... About the music industry, I've been, in the, I've been I've been working with the music industry since I was like 13, 12, 13-ish, you know. My grandfather was in it as well. He passed away. But my great-grandfather my great was a big jazz musician. He always told me a lot about it growing up, um, warned me about it, didn't, didn't really want me to be part of it at that time. But, you know, I love, I love music, and I think in the way of music, but... You also hear how much you know musicians get screwed over in a lot of deals. So I want to kind of talk about just different realities in the industry and how to protect yourself in the music industry um, and some of the new technologies that can help you take the music industry into your own hands. Before I start, let's get into some of these comments. Hello, Holly Joe, good to see you. Um, someone said, "Is that cornmeal?" No, that's amaranth. Um, and Solo Travel says, "Heart face, thank you." Um, John says, handsome, thank you. Do you have kids? No, I do not have kids. Um, Pam says, looks great. It is good. It's going to be good. I'm excited to try it. 
Um, XV says, um, looks good, great. Um, and then KV says, stay independent. And that is a big point right there. Stay in, staying independent, it can be very vital for your business. It can be super important for your soul and your business because a lot of these labels, let me, let me get into this first, but a lot of these labels, they don't, they don't have the creativity that you possess. And so they do their best to capture artists and lock them into situations where they can keep creating for them, almost like slave work, like slave artists in a way. And so I want to just talk about ways you can avoid that. I'm going to put some of this um, key lime on my amaranth right here. Not the, not the prettiest plate, I'm just dump, dumping it on here so I can eat while I'm talking. But um, I just want to eat while I'm, while I'm chatting with you guys. The main thing we're doing is this, um, we're going to be chatting about music today for the podcast. Please check out the podcast on all platforms. We're on Spotify, we're on Apple Podcasts, we're on Google Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, everywhere. We're on all, all the podcasts. Any, any, any other one you can think of, we're on there too. So check us out, Rock Mercury, just type Rock Mercury, it'll come up. So when it comes to... Um, when it comes to these labels and how they capture people in, like it's basically like a label is basically like a big bank, you know. Mm. Oh. Mm -hmm. oh, nice, very nice. Now, Lion Light says um, they, they like the top, nice top. Yeah, um, this top is from Banana Republic. It's an older one I got from like a, a vintage Banana Republic. Love it. He said, is it cold in Cali? No, it's actually a pretty, pretty nice weather today. I just wanted to wear this right now. I was, I was wearing a t-shirt before this, but I was like, let me just get dressed up for you guys. I figure Um, Dolly said, Dolly Lama, Dolly Lama says, what's the meaning of your name? If you want to know, if you want to know the meaning of my name, you can, um, I may do another podcast about it in the future. So don't, just wait for that. Cause I have a video already on YouTube, but I'm, I may do a new one. Mmm, it's hot in Illinois. Mmm, it's hot in Illinois. Let's see. See, that's some um, burrow banana toaster. You can fry that burrow banana. It's very good. Very good, you guys. Nice hat. You said it says LA. LA hat. You know it. Love LA. I love LA. Um. So a lot of people see a record label as you've made it. Like, I got a record deal, I'm a record label. Oh my God, I got with the record label, I'm so excited. I made my career. Like, you work so hard making your art to become, to find your sound and to just, you know, create your own lane in the music industry. And um, someone said, have you tried the, the banana bacon peel version of bacon? That doesn't sound good at all, but I've heard about it. I, I never want to try that. That sounds, especially because banana peels have a lot of pesticides on them, so I don't think that's a great idea. Um, so, a lot of people, when they think of jumping into a record deal, they're just like, "Oh, it's exciting! Like I'm finally, I'm finally certified. I'm a, I, you know, I've been approved of." It's, really, I think it's really about approval. I think they get into these deals because they want that approval from somebody who's already established in the industry like a record label not realizing that they are banks they're just banks and you can you can get your own a lot of, a lot of stuff that they do you can create your own um platform to do the same thing like these platforms are free you have instagram you have facebook you have you know tiktok um youtube you have all the distribution platforms 
And then not to mention places like I'm going to talk about in this video, Ditto Music. Um, Ditto Music is one of, the, one of the many ways where you can really put your music out to all the platforms without even worrying about a label. I mean, you can be available like me. I'm available on Tidal, on Apple Music, um, Spotify, um, where else? Pandora, everywhere. Amazon Music, Google Music, Google Play, YouTube Play. All of it. I'm everywhere. Thanks to Ditto. In the past, the record labels were the gateway to that. Now, when it comes to radio plays, it can be iffy. With radio plays, a lot of the labels do have a, a, a one door open for that. But, who listens to the radio anymore? Not many people. And it's dwindling and dwindling. People want the music they, they want to hear. If your fans like you, they're going to find you. And they can play you on their car by just asking Surrey to play you. You know? We're in a different world now. And so giving up so much of your ownership for just to be under a label... It's like trying to pay for a master. Somebody said, unless you own your own masters or have a good deal, it is not a good choice. Yeah, it's, it's very rare. And I feel like even then, the second you get with a deal with a label and they want some of, some of what you own as a creator, some of your publishing or to control what you put out, you've already lost. You've already lost because music is about creativity. It's about that creative soul and being able, being able to create from a pure place. So if you can't create from a pure place because now you have other people in your ear, and I get it, some people love collaborating. They love collaborating. That's a whole different situation, you know? Um, um, fat boy, stay on topic, okay? If you're gonna ask questions, stay on topic. I'm not interested in that question. Um, so, the, the thing about it is, if you're going, if you are, if you already have your solid, your solidity, and like you know what kind of music you love making, you love when you're, um, you love like you know exactly the sound you want, and you know you you can like you can you can even hire a marketer instead of a label because some people are like, well, I need marketing. I need people to, um, I need people to put my music out there. We're talking about the music business here. We're talking about the music business and music industry and how to own your own, how to own your own industry, how to own your own music and you know, when in the music industry in a world where the music music business has been so corrupted over the years, people have been screwed over so often. Um, okay. And so that's why I'll never sign to a record label. Good for you. Good for you. Um, me either. I've been offered millions of dollars to sign to sign with record labels because they see my talent as a rapper and a writer. And I knew not to do it because I knew that they would try to hold me back. Or I, I don't like I don't like having to go with anyone and tell them what I'm putting out or when I'm putting it out. I want to put it out when I'm ready, when I when I feel like it's the right sound. If I want to do it in the middle of the night, I can. That's thanks to Ditto Music, um, who's not a label, but a distribution software. You know. Um. Kenley says, we aren't knocking people that have signed, right? Yeah, we are knocking them. Absolutely. Um, I'm saying, I'm thinking that people that signed, they probably should get out their deal. A lot of them regret their deal that they signed. I think that's an issue. I think it's an issue, and I feel like I feel bad for them. So, yeah, we are knocking that. So, I don't know if you, what your point was, but, yeah. I think that 
if somebody did sign a deal, even if they're a bigger artist, why don't they just hire their own in in label team, like their own marketing team? These labels are going instinct. These labels are are Jurassic. You know, they're Jurassic. And it's like, why are we over here allowing these prehistoric labels to continue to enslave these artists and tell them what they can and cannot do? You know, this is this is slavery all over again. I mean, not that slavery ever ended, but this is like a this is like um like being excited and excited and say I'm on I'm I'm my own little label. There we go. That sounds great. Having your own little label is um having your own little label. That's a smart idea because that way you can control your own music. You can control your own situation. If you hire other people on, hopefully you don't you don't do the same thing these bigger labels are doing because they are scamming people. Even even with the even with the bigger deals, some some of the bigger artists they get better deals, whatever, because they're they're using them as the gateway people to have um they're using them as a gateway people to get other smaller artists on that label too and feel like oh this is the one like this is the this is like a great label to go with because this big artist is with us we have drake we have this person we have that person you know like they that's the reason that they have these bigger artists on there so even these bigger artists they can make their own label so it's like they're they're leading the other artists astray in a way mm -hmm. Let's see. Kenny says, I was just wondering, I think some people don't really care about the music, about the music more still the money. Well, even if you only care about the money, first of all, that's terrible. Because it's like, why are you making music, creating, when you only care about money? Like, how could your creation be good if you're in it for the money straight out? You can make money doing it. It's fine if you profit from what you're, what you're creating. But the second that you're in an industry, because it makes money, that's miserable. That's miserable as day one. Like that's not a good situation. It's not gonna last long. It's not gonna come from a pure space. I don't I don't suggest that in any way. I think it's corrupted. Um but I understand people do do that in the music shows and it's like not from the heart and and you can hardly even tell which artist is which artist at this point. Because they're all trying to just give a united message that the labels are forcing these artists to promote. Whatever that message may be. Whether it's get that money, make um, drink that drink that liquor, do this, do that. Hey, T Brown, good to see ya. Um, T Brown, um, but yeah, to get that money, get this, get that. Like that's, it's just very interesting. You see, um, Thai Boy Digital says, how do I get marketing for my music? Oh, there's so many ways in the digital world. You can pay for your own marketing. You can um, you can put enough, put up enough content and get general and get organic traffic towards your music as well. That's one way. Um, TikTok. TikTok has created so many independent artists. TikTok has been one of the biggest threats to mainstream labels. Because TikTok has been able to make people go viral. And then the labels are trying to chase them. And like, oh my God, like, oh, we can make you even more money. But they're already making enough money. And they don't even want to sign a label with a label a lot of times. So that's one of the many ways to, um, to... Take marketing into your own hands. Now, I understand some people don't even want to market. They want to just focus on the music and they want everything else to be handled. But that's fine. You can hire a virtual assistant to help with that. You know, you don't need to give away your ownership of your music and your performing rights. Like, what? You know? And if you need to get collaborations, like, you can reach out to people through the DMs. Let's see.
Um, hold on, you guys. How do I get marketing from you? Um, remember me, Jay says, remember me from yesterday. Please don't, you guys, please don't come on my page talking about remember me, because I just, that's so annoying to me. Um, please don't do that. But Jay, yeah, sure, I remember you. But now you've annoyed me now. Um, let's see, Two Adonis says, if you were offered $25 million deal, would you sign? I've already been offered more than that. And I'm not interested in signing that because I don't want, because it's, they, those kind of, when they offer you that much money, they want to keep you for years and years. And like, they, they keep you in these contracts that if they, if they decide to continue your, like, they, they extend your contract out, you can't even say no anymore. Like, you owe them, like, eight albums or ten albums, whatever. Like, it's, they, and they keep you in this loop. And I've seen people suffer and I love my music. I don't want to be told what to do and what not to do. I want to be able to create at my own pace and evolve at my own pace and make my own sound. And these artists don't get to do that. They're, or the label is not behind it and they, they like shelf your album. It's my soul. What are you eating? I'm eating a stir fry. So I'm bringing this up closer. This isn't, this isn't about what I'm eating. This is about music right now. I already showed you what I'm eating at the beginning. If you want to watch what I'm eating, you can watch the beginning of this on my podcast, rockmercury.com. Click on podcast and you can check it out from there. You know, there's plenty of, there's lots of um, podcast episodes on there and there's videos on there too. You got to be sweating. No, I'm not. I'm sweating from the, from the spiciness of the food. But yeah, let's see. Holly Joe says, also, if you get a record deal, you aren't, well, I think I missed something you said, um, Holly Joe. Didn't you say about something about Arista Records? Um, what are you eating? You got it. Um, also, if you get a record deal, aren't you at their mercy for when you have to perform shows? Exactly. Exactly. You become at their, rest, their, um, their record, their, you become at their mercy for a lot of things. Not just that, but how you promote yourself. Um, what collaboration do you even do? You know, what, what stations do you play on? Like what, what, what commercials they place your music on? They get to decide a lot of it. It's a lot to it, you guys. Um, I'm not for it. Not in this new world, but you can literally hire an assistant, hire a management team that gets, a, that gets their money and no ownership. They just work for you to promote your music, promote your situation. Get with Diddle Music, have distribution. They don't they don't ask for anything from you. They, you pay a, a small fee, fee per year, like $25 or something for a whole year of unlimited music. And if you want extras, you can add that on too, but they don't ask for your percentage of your gains. You know, they're distri dis distributing it for you. You have all of the access to exactly where your streams are playing across the world. You know, they, have, they, they get you a Vivo account. Um, they get you hooked up. You can do promotions to them too. They have, they have their own promotional team. They can they can do a whole um, PR release for you, right from Diddle Music. I've done some, and it's been great for me. So I've been um, posted on multiple music blogs because of them. Holly Joe says, "Can't they dictate that to you?" Yep, they can. Mm-hmm. Um, James Carter says, air conditioner, it's that cold in the house. No, it's good. It's a nice breeze going on. Um, KV says, 
um, market for free here on TikTok. Exactly. That's a great way. Holly Joe says, I've seen a couple people sign with Arista from TikTok. Yeah, Arista be, be poaching people. They see, they see something go on the For You page or trending or something. And they're like, ooh, can we get, we can, we can make it even bigger. We can do this. Like, they just give you all these, like, wow factors. And, oh, you can, we can give you this and we'll give you this, um, this, what do you call it, um, of a, an advance. In advance, it's a loan. It's a loan, you guys. And somebody said earlier, would you turn down a $25 million contract? It's not that they're giving you $25 million. In fact, it's even worse. So what they're doing, when they're giving you that kind of contract, they're saying, we're going to invest $25 million into your project, but we're going to decide where we put that money at. We'll give you an advance. We want you to spend that advance recklessly so that you're in debt to us from that too. And then we're gonna choose the most expensive producers, the most expensive studios, most expensive video production situation, all kind of expenses they're gonna put out, they're gonna put out on you, right? Um, there, it's just a, it's a whole situation where they just lock you down. They lock you down into a, um, they just lock you down into a debt, like in debt, they want to bury you in debt so they can own the artist so that whenever you're popping or something, they have to, you have to recoup that money and then you have to pay them even on top of that. Your percentage is so low because now they own some of your publishing. Like, it's such a scam. And so I feel bad. I feel for the people who have signed. I know why they did it. A lot of them did it out of ignorance or desperation. I get it. But it's not something that, um, not something that I suggest. Mm-hmm. Page of twenty um Street Trend says pay their twenty five million back. Exactly. It's a, I don't want a twenty five million dollar loan that I can't even choose what to do with it. They're gonna line their pockets up. They're gonna line their friends' pockets up. They're gonna pick their friend producers who get paid an exorbitant an exorbitant amount. Exorbitant what is it? Exorbitant amount? A huge amount. Unnecessary amount to pay these their their friend producers, their friend DJs that are associated with the record label. So they're just like Ponzi scheming it out, paying it all out. You don't get to touch that $25 million. You'll never even see it. Like, by the time your money, like even if the even if the album, oh, don't, don't let the album, don't let the album not do well. Don't let it not do well, because then what? Then you owe multiple albums on top of it and you're in debt forever and you can't even use your name afterwards? No, it's these contracts are insanity. Mr. Party, I'm gonna ignore your question because that's not on topic. Um Let's see. Fit check. This is my fit check. This is it. Um, takes a lot of what? Okay, Mr. Party, you're staying. You're off topic. Um, yo, Jay says. Yo, what's up, Mercury? You did, you did a water um. You did a water salad and fruit detox. How's it going? It's going amazing. I'm doing like um, in between. Hey, Nika. Good to see you, Nika. Um, no, I'm not. I don't do mods anymore. I took the mods off. All the mods are gone. All the mods are gone. But thank you, Nika. For, um, 
I got too many messages in my DMs for Instagram that was just, it was too many people. And it wasn't just, it was, it was, it was people didn't feel like they can, they can talk feed anymore. So I just took them all off so that people can like talk more on here. Um, Jay says, yo, what's up, Mercury? Have you did, oh, I saw that already. That's right. But good to see you, Nika. Glad you're here. I've been live every day. I've been live every single day, multiple times. Nika, I don't know where you've been, honey. Honey. Um, Mr. Party, I'm going to go ahead and mute you now because you're really staying off topic, so I'm just going to mute you. You can stay on and watch, but you're being muted. Okay, cool. Um, interesting choice of song titles. Mercury. Yeah, I have a lot. I have a lot of um, a lot of songs titles that are very ratchet. <laughs> so check them out on my my website rockmercury.com. All distributed through Diddle Music. I love them. They also have a sister company called Op- Opius Opulus. I think it's Op- Opus. I think it's Opus. I can't, I forget how to pronounce it, but it's a it basically an NFT fundraising platform for your music projects. So you'd be able to get the funding that you need ahead of time and people can buy NFTs and they can they can get money as your project gets more and more successful, they can feel like they're profiting with your with your company. It's a different situation. Now you own the NFTs. Now you own your you still own your business. They're not asking for a percentage of your actual like your songs or like they're not telling you that they own your actual work as an artist. You are doing fundraising. Like they they are buying NFTs, and if the project goes nowhere, then they have the NFT. If the project goes up, then the NFT goes up in value, and they're able to um, able to profit off of the fact that you're becoming a bigger, bigger artist. Now, if you want to know about NFTs, I do a whole I do a whole video, a podcast about that called Non Fungible Tokens. So check that out on RockMercury.com, hit on hit a podcast or Spotify, wherever you see podcasts at. Go and check it out because I talk about NFTs for like over an hour. Um, but yeah, so I want people to understand that you didn't make it because you didn't, because you got a record label. You also didn't not make it because you don't have a record label. Some people feel like, oh, I want to be, I'm, I'm, a, I want, I'm an artist, but I don't, I'm not signed yet. I'm not signed. And they feel bad about that. No, you're free. You're in the best place you can be. There's so many artists who are strategically signed in order to be shelved, in order to allow another artist that's, a high, that's a, of a higher priority to have a basically a free free lane of flight, like a free runway of, tri- of flight um, in the industry so there's no competition between them. Like they'll literally sign the competition of artists just to forcefully like make another artist pop and just keep shelving the, the albums. Even Doja Cat has so many of her albums um, shelved and shelved and shelved until she finally was able to pop out with some viral hits on social media. Social media allowed her to be taken seriously by her own label, who signed her for years and years since she was like 15. And they, they, took her, they took her for granted. KV says, you have a great website set up. I'd love to learn how everything was done. Go to digitalestate.media. They made my website. They're an amazing company. Um, check them out. Reach out and they can support you with your website. Digitalestate.media. Um, so, 
in, in full transparency, I own that company. So, <laughs> but my t- I, have a t- I have a whole team. But for, for full transparency, like, yeah. I don't want to be like, he, he advertised this company and he didn't even say he owns it. So, yeah, I own that company. But check it out, digitalestate.media. And they, we help with artists and companies and anyone who needs branding and support. We don't ask for any percentage of any, any of your of your um, ownership or something like that. No, we don't do that at all. We ask, we, we get paid. You know, we, we're cost, we, you know, it's not the cheapest place, but we, we provide the best service. We have amazing clients and amazing track record. So it's like, it's what it is, but it's not like we're asking for, hey, we want to own your song. We want to be paid for you forever. Let's see, 1.7 thousand YouTube videos in four years also. Um, that's what you have, or that's what I have. Um, let's see. Jay Mula says, and I hear the industry, it's easier. It's easier to manage a deceased artist when a live artist money wise. Yes, that's why they, that's why they destroy these, um, these artists lives. That's why they, they want you, like they want Tupac to be passed away. They want Michael Jackson to be passed away. They want Biggie and all these people because they can, they don't. They own. They have the ownership already. They, you've made an enemy when you sign these labels. You've made somebody who is bad. Like they feel like you're better off dead. Like that's terrible. That's ter- you don't want to have any business deal with where, in theoretics, theoretically, where you where you can ever be better off dead to them. You know, even when the family, there's people who like have a life life insurance policies, and then their family tries to take to take them out because they know that they're gonna get a lot of money from it. I know there was a guy on the on the news recently who took his own mother out because he wanted to fly, like I think it was like three hundred thousand dollar life insurance policy or something crazy. You lose your own mother for that? Your own mother? Just real life. So if somebody would do that to, to their own family, imagine what a record label would do. Once you're popping off and then you become you become unpredictable, you stop you stop being cordial. You stop listening to them. Um, imagine what they do then. Imagine what they decided. Like you know what? Let's go ahead and just get rid of him. But we still have all his his whole catalog. Let's get rid of her. She's being messy. She's being too she's being too problematic in the industry. Let's go ahead and just you know cut ties. Let's plan their plan a good old death and let's let's drag their body all the way through the city and be like, oh, we're so sad this person's gone. Oh my god. And that's gonna only drive up more sales, more streaming music, more interest from the from the people around. Then they're gonna use your the, all the songs that you recorded, all the ones that you didn't put out yet, they're gonna use those songs, put it on features for other artists. You know, repackage you in all kind of ways they can. Like you see, Aaliyah had a makeup deal. She had like a Mac makeup deal. Are you serious? Aaliyah's been dead for so long. A Mac makeup deal? Y'all. It's a shady world. It's a shady, shady world. Have you heard of Smart Rapper? I have no idea what that is. I'm, I'm Ryan. I have no idea what that is. Don't comment twice. I already read your first one. Um, Desi says, hey, love. Hey, Desi, good to see you. Um, all right, so, yeah, I just really am so, I really want people to understand this. I want people to really know that they 
can do this on their own. And if you need support, hire support on your own team. Go on to Upwork. Upwork has a ton of different people in the music industry or just administrative world because you don't need really as much help in the music industry as you need in the administrative world. Unless you need producers. There's producers. You don't have to have a big name producer to get your music out there. You don't have to have that. You can get your music out there with a producer that is right in school right now. Some of the some of the best producers are just out of school. They're hungry. They're creative and innovative. Like, go to Upwork. Go to local um, music schools. Create a um, a deal with them when you purchase a song from them. It's going to be cheaper for you. You know, make sure that you own the song so that you don't have to go to them for permission too. Like, figure out the like ways to collaborate with people, but like without losing everything. Even if you were to do a deal with with another producer, where it's like, oh, you know. We're going to go half and half on publishing or whatever. At least you're making that deal and it's not the record label owning your publishing or, or negotiating the whole deal and, and screwing everybody over and getting the biggest part of the cut when they're not even doing the, making the music. Like, you don't know how big your songs are going to be. You know? I made my music off of a computer and a few instruments. Mm. Desi says, um, where are you located? I'm in Los Angeles. But you don't have to be in Los Angeles to connect with artists. There's artists in every, every um, any any place you guys live, any place you're living at, there's artists over there. There's musicians, there's people who you can collaborate with to make beautiful, amazing music that you own, that you can leverage. Let's see. And it's crazy that the stuff you're talking about, because nobody in the industry speaks on it. No, why would they speak on it when they're making so much money off of it? And the bigger artists, they're not in as bad of a deal as the smaller artists, because they're the ones that the, that the labels use to lure people in, like the pipe, like the pie pipers. You know, like a pie piper kind of situation. It's just very, it's very sad. Not as good. You're. Ashley, hey, how you doing, Ashley? Hope your day's going well. It, it looks like okay, it's it's one it's two fifty seven now, so it means you're at work because you're not you're not working from eleven a.m. to eleven p.m. Um, it's so important. What he said. We were definitely supposed to continue our lyrics, lol. Our lyrics? What do you mean? Um. Yes, sir. Getting to the bag. Yeah, get to the bag. Get to the money, honey. You know. You gotta own yourself. It's been too many. You said really. Really what? I'm confused. Um, but, but yeah, so I just want you guys to, to get onto, I want you to get onto these platforms that can support you in owning your creativity. I'll put this, I'll put this, this is all about that. This is all about owning your creativity. You know? And I believe you can do it. Hey, Rita. Good to see you. What's up, Floyd? Um, 
Yeah, it's just, it's a real situation, you guys. And I want you guys to know that these labels don't have, oh, I, um, these labels don't have your best interest at heart. Like they really are, they're, they're looking at your expiration date. The first day you sign, they're looking at your expiration date. And the more successful you become, the more valuable you are to them, dead, more dead than alive. Or more in, 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 incapacitated than alive, you know? If they can't kill you, they want to put you on some drugs. So you make worse and worse decisions. Because once you wake up, once you wake up to the reality of the, of the record deal you signed, the more you're going to want to get out of it. And they know that. That's why you'll see artists who are like fighting to buy their own masters back. That's deep. That's prolific right there. That's like, what? To buy your own masters back? You got to buy your own masters? And the label's fighting you for it? Because you value, value quick money? That wasn't even, by the way, like, I, want, I want people to get it out their head too. Get it out your head that this, that this money's real. The money's not given to you. It's loaned to you, which means it's your money from the beginning. It wasn't never given to you. It was somebody who bet on you. It's a bet. It's like banks do. They're betting that you're going to pay this back. It's a bet. It's a bet. And now they're owning you for a bet, something that was yours from the beginning. Now they want to get paid for the fact that they believe in you first. You know? When really they're looking at numbers. They're looking at numbers that, that artists aren't considering. The only reason they're going to sign you for that much money is because you're worth even more money. Think about that. If they're signing you for $25 million, you're worth more than $25 million. Even if you're getting signed with a good deal with the label, that means you can create your own label and use your, um, your celebrity to bring other artists on your label or something. Like, if they want, if they feel like you're that important to join new artists and they're going to give you a deal where they don't own your publishing or they're, they're like going to trust you more with your, um, or they're going to give you a better like cut so that you can just be basically a marketing ploy for them. Then imagine what you can do with your own situation you owned. Imagine how you can treat the artists that you bring in that trusted you enough to follow you, you know? Imagine, like they, 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 like, they come to your label, you treat them right. Mm -hmm. Dusty, I don't remember the verse. It may, it may have been a while ago. It was too long ago, I think. Um, Rita says, I sent you a pic of my wild arugula. I, I responded to you, Rita. I responded. Um, Envy says, K, I see. Uh, like the hat. It's a good hat. Love the hat. Um, Jay says, I watch you when you get on your inspiration. Um, I, I, I like you when you get, when you're on inspiration, brother. Keep it up. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Um... 
Ed Al says, are you cold? No, I'm not cold. I'm just fast starting out on y'all. Holly says, it's really no different than contracts with the NFL or any other sport team. Yeah, they're paying for your, your work and your body. They're, bu they're buying your body in the NFL. Um, you know, they're paying for the fact that you're going to be ruining your entire body. You're going to get concussions. Like, they're, they're giving you that money ahead of time for all the talent and work you did to even get there. Especially if you're working for free all that time during the um, doing college games and stuff. And you don't even you didn't even get to like do your merchandising. You don't get money from your merchandising when they buy your name. Even though, even with NFL, I don't think you get paid that much from the merchandising. Floyd says I'm meeting Rachel Ray in three days. Okay, is that exciting? Desi, I read your comment. Adonis um, says, four-year. Yes, four-year. Um, Rita says, cool, I'll go look. Yeah, it looked really good. Your, 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 arugula, your wild arugula looks very healthy. I'm excited to try to make some, too. Thank you for sharing that, Rita. Um, you guys, there is just... There's so much secretive. Like they, they want people to just fall into these contracts to the slavery contracts. And then that's why these artists, we lose the issue with this is that artists get discouraged. When they sign these bad contracts, they get discouraged from creating anymore. They feel like, what's the point when everything's just screwed over and, and the label just has me as a slave? Like it breaks their heart and then we get less music. We get less music. He said, yes, she makes organic and very healthy food and she's amazing. She's all right. Rachel Ray. She should thank Nicki Minaj for her career back. Nicki Minaj mentioned her in a song and her whole career came back. That's what happened. Nicki Minaj literally mentioned her one time. But anyway, um, but yeah, so I just really want, I want you guys to, the dog food rock. She doesn't make vegan dog food, so she's, she's not, She's not on my on my page. If she made vegan dog food, then I feel better about it. But she's she's doing her. I'm not. I'm not I don't dislike Rachel Rachel Ray. It's just you know, a lot of the last a lot of people out there. I like Martha Stewart more. She's gangster. Um. So I just feel like. If you guys go and sign up with, with D on Ditto Music, it's so such a low amount. I think you get 14 days free. Or you get some amount, some amount of time free for them. Check them out. There's also other ones. There's like one called TuneCore. TuneCore is more expensive. You have to pay per song you release, which is annoying. I can release unlimited songs. I can release a song every single day with Ditto Music, which is smart on their part to do. The unlimited whole situation because... People... People love that. People are tired of limitations. They don't want limitations. You said Nicki Minaj or Beyonce, in your opinion. Don't ever compare those two together. They are both queens in their own lanes. And I love them both. 
I'm not even, I'm not gonna entertain that. But nice try. Nice try. I am a Barb in the Bayhive. I'm a Barb in the Bayhive. That's all I'm gonna say on that. Um, but even them, they were record labels because they entered the industry at a time where they have to be. And their deals are nowhere near the deals of the newer artists. They have much more say in what they can put out. But they still do get limited on some things. Like Beyonce plays her out her songs for the record label before it comes out. I love the fact that I don't have to play it for anybody. I can put it out. I can I can make the whole music, make the whole album, love it myself, and put it out. And I cannot even care what anybody says about it. You know? Oh my goodness. Thank you for the fantasy castle. Oh, that's amazing. That's awesome. Thank you so much. Why didn't I, I didn't see like an effect or anything happen with that. But thank you for it. Is that supposed to have an effect? Sent the fantasy castle. That's cool. Okay. Well, thank you for the fantasy castle. A lot of that's um that's load bounce. A lot of artists sign record label contracts. Or wait, eight eight one four mail says, and a lot of artists sign record labels without reading the contract as well. Very true. And I mentioned this before, like a, like a few months ago when I did an episode about this. Um, a lot of these artists can't read. And I'm not dissing them. I'm not, I'm not saying about a specific kind, black, white, whatever color, it doesn't matter. Some artists are dyslexic. In fact, a lot of, a lot of I think a lot of the, the people who are dyslexic in the world are artists. Because their brain works a different way, beautifully, you know? Their, their brain works, um, it sees things musically or it sees things artistically like in a painting or, you know, like they, a lot of them can't read. And reading stresses, stresses them out to the point where they would rather just sign whatever, they trust people right away. And they'll just sign off on the dotted line. And the people around them don't have their best interests at heart. Jay Mullen says they can't, they can't read and they also do it for the fact of how much money it says. Yeah. Yeah, they don't even want to hire a lawyer. And even, even if they could read, like I read well. And still... The contracts are designed to be very confusing, very sneaky, very sneaky contracts, deceptive, deceptive terminology within the contracts can lock you up for your whole life. There's a reason that Prince famously wrote the word slave on his face when he performed back in the day because he couldn't get out of his label and he he made it clear he's like hey we're slaves in this he, he would fall for the artist which is also why they why they took him out I think they killed him but you know whatever they labeled him as a drug addict even though he like hated drugs 
They're very against it. But they'll label you all these things to destroy you. Break your soul. So, I just want you guys to understand that. And so that you don't feel like you have, like, it's a big win. To get to, like, once you get to a big table and it's like, oh, I'm at Sony. I'm at Sony. It's so exciting. Oh, my God. I, I to, whatever they tell me, I got to take it because I may never get an opportunity again. Like, really think about it. Think about why you're in the industry. Because you think you're going to get away with that money they're going to sign you with? They're going to get that money back. They're going to find a way to get that money back from you. They'll sue you to wherever they can. If you if you quit the industry or something, they're going to sue you, trying try to, like, try to liquidate your assets, do whatever they can to get their money back. They're trying to get that money back. It's a loan. Ace Baby says he wasn't the only artist that got taken out. Yeah. Michael Jackson. Aaliyah. Tupac. Biggie. Do you guys understand how hard it is to stay relevant? Being alive right now is so challenging to stay in the media at this moment. So how are these dead celebrities that have been dead for decades, or at least a decade, how are they still relevant? How are they still in the news? How are they still getting articles written about them? Because these labels are still pimping them out. They're still out there pushing the agenda either direction, whether it's for positive or negative, it doesn't matter because either one, whether it's good news, bad news, it's still generating more streaming sales, which makes them more money. Even Marilyn Monroe, who's not who, I guess she was choosing music too. She, has, she actually had a lot of good music. Marilyn Monroe had a lot of good music, in my opinion. Um, they push her brand. They, they're signing deals for her and, and her passing. They tried to kill Britney Spears so that they could do the same thing to her. Michael Jackson warned her about that. So, Elvis, somebody, um, Rita said, Stiff pump. Um, you can you can watch what I'm eating when you watch the replay of this live. Um, Rita says been going on for years. Elvis, yep. So terrible. Holly Joe says, or they're not really dead, and they and they would love for you to believe that too. They would love for us to believe they're not really dead, because that makes it a little more mysterious. It makes people less likely to find the truth of the reality that they really are dead and that they're being exploited from their grave. That's the reality of it. But the whole theory or conspiracy theory is like, oh, maybe Tupac's still alive. Maybe Marilyn's still alive. Maybe all these people, you know, they, that, that, the idea of that is what helps to lighten the mood of the dark, disturbing reality of what happened. They put Aaliyah on that plane after she refused to get on the plane. She said, this is not safe. I don't want to get on this plane. And it crashed right after taking off. The The pilot was on, was on drugs. And... The label put her back on. They, they, they drugged her. They gave her a, um, a, a bottle of, I think it was like a, a water or some, just some juice or tea they gave her. And they laced it. And she was passed out. They had to carry her onto that plane. They were trying, they were trying to take her out. When you become too powerful, when they have a reason 
to like end you, they're gonna do it. It's, it's money to them. These are millions of dollars. These people are. These people want this money. Right there from Kentwood. Mm-hmm. Um. Y'all. It's just. It's just really sad. It's really sad. And another reason why the music industry is the darkest industry of all of them is because of how powerful music is. Which is also why they don't want these artists to be in too much power because then they can put out whatever message they want. If people are all listening to them, they can put out a song, talk about, let's overrun the government. Let's overrun the government, government, government. You know, whatever song they do. And then all of their population, all of the whole fan base ends up doing that. They know how powerful music is. Music... Music runs in my head at all times. A lot of us are the same way. Music is so important to our day-to-day -day life. It's vital. And so they will... They'll do whatever they have to do. They'll do whatever they need. Let's see. Hold on, I'm going to block this person because I don't really like... And they're saying dumb stuff like that. All right. One more person. I'll block this person too. Mm -mm 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 -mm. Okay, cool. Sorry, you got to make sure that no, no trolls are in here. You know, they love coming in here and bothering us. Um, but yeah, you guys, like this, they're being exposed. So some of the labels are doing their best to kind of be like, oh, we're not like the other labels. We're different. We're different. But if their structure is still, we're gonna give you this money, you gotta pay back, and we're gonna own your own your situation. It's a whole different. If, if it was just, if the label said only like, okay, we're gonna give you this money, you gotta pay back. Here's a set amount of interest on it. We don't own. Um, we don't own your situation. You get to own your music. That's a different situation. That's a, actually a more. Um, that's a more. What do you call it? A more ethical loan it's a more ethical transaction that way so, if you're an artist I want you to look into diddle music and I want you to look into different ways that you can market on your own I want you to take away the limitations internally if you're with a label already, I want you to figure out if there's a way to get out of your label. <laughs> Honestly. Is there a way out? Is there some clause you can get out of? I just don't... It would take a lot for me to see a record deal label, that, a record deal that's like, makes sense. And I plan on doing, I plan on making my own record label at some point. And I want to have a fair deal on there. I want to figure out if there's a way to have a record label without owning somebody's masters or anything that they, that they have with supporting the artist and getting getting your return at a fixed amount of interest that when they pay it back it's paid off i like the, i like the concept of nfts that might work that might be the way i'm still working on the concept of it i have the label name i have the website everything for it but i'm not sure yet i want to make sure that it's really solid I don't want to double dip the artist. I want the artist to feel supported. 
and to be able to pay it back in an unstressful rate. And then if they want to redo another another one, then they can choose to do to do another album with us, and we can help front more money for it. And we'll get paid the interest rate of that, and they get to use their song, whatever. They get to decide what they want to do with music they want to put out because we're investing in the artists themselves. We're not controlling the artist. And if one of the if one of the labels, one of the songs don't do too well, and we lose money, okay, we lost money. We're gonna maybe we'll decide we'll bet on you again. We won't we won't bet on you again. We'll decide. But it's just a, it's a choice per project. I feel like that's way more fair. You know, we can connect connect them with our resources. Our network. These labels don't have to double dip. These these deals aren't customary. They'd love to tell you, oh, these are customary, this is how it is. No, they designed it that way. Because for so long, they were the only way to the public. They were the only person that could ever distribute you with the labels until recently. You can put a song out today. You can get a song out today on TikTok and be and have a, a, a um, what do you call it, a viral song that even a label can't do. A label can sign you, you still can't get a viral song sometimes. You can do your own one and have it go pop off. You never know. And they and that's why that's why they're becoming um, historic. They're becoming what do you call it? Um prehistoric. They're dying out. Gobble um good morning. Good morning, Chris. Gabagoo says, I'm trying to be signed by Rock Mercury Records. <laughs> it won't be called that. I'll be signed. I'll be an artist on the record label. It won't be called Rock Mercury. It will not be called Rock Mercury Records. <laughs> but thank you. It's going to be to one of the companies I own. I'm going to have it be a, like a branch of it. Oh my goodness, you guys. This ice cream truck is out here. Just stop right outside my house. Playing this loud, disgusting music. Oh, turn that music off. Oh, I hate that music so much. He's like standing there just texting on his phone. I wish I had a BB gun. Wouldn't work though because the window. Oh wow. Um, he's leaving now. Go away. Stop selling poison to our kids. Stop selling poison. I'm sure that music is not copyrighted. I'm sure nobody's getting paid off that music. I'm sure he's stealing that music that some artists work hard for. Sounds terrible though. It's the worst music. Um, Ice Cream Man, yeah, they're out here. They're out here. Kabagoo's laughing. Don't laugh at my Ice Cream Man. I'm so tired of him. He needs to get got. Um, Streets of Atlanta says, what's the weather there? This is nice, it's nice weather. I just want to wear this today. Yeah, I, can't, I can't wear a sweater without everybody asking me, is it too cold? 
kind of look fierce and live my life. Um, Ace Baby says, haven't seen an ice cream truck in years. Good. Good. I hope they're going extinct. The same way the record labels are. Go extinct already. Stop selling poison to our kids and stop selling terrible deals out. These terrible, awful deals. It's the worst thing in the world. Um, said, look out, Merc. Look out what? Mm -mm. So, yeah, y'all. There's never been Ooh, Street of Atlanta, Atlanta says ice cream truck taxing. We should tax them, you said? I want to make them illegal. I'm going to figure out a way to get with some politician. I'm going to say that they're breaking the sound law. I'm going to try to make sugar illegal and say that sugar is a schedule, should be a schedule one drug. I'm going to tell them that like these trucks are basically drug dealing trucks. I'm going to, I'm going to pitch it. The second I get like that famous, I'm going after ice cream trucks first. Just for the fun of it. I'm going to turn, I'm going to like do so many campaigns. I'm like, ice cream trucks are giving your children diabetes. Like, do you want your kid to have his leg cut off because there's ice cream truck over here just feeding his addiction? In these, in these, these ice cream trucks. I have to do it the right way. I gotta do it the right way. Is there like a filter I can use for this? I shouldn't do this right now. This is gonna be. This is gonna mess up my my whole my whole. I'll stay on topic, but I would I was gonna do a whole campaign right now, a whole commercial for it. Um. LMA, LMAO, drug dealing ice cream truck. Shoot, you know. Mm -mm. Bro, they've been trapping drugs through ice cream trucks. Oh, yes, they do. That's right, they sure do. They're like, um, I would like the Snoop Dogg ice cream. And they're like, sure, here you go. Nice and cold for you. That'll be $40. For one ice cream bar? Yep. Yeah. Enjoy. Want a lighter with it? That's how they do it, these trucks. Um, sketchy. I'll have the special. Wink, wink. Don't trust the ice cream truck. You know what? It's even better. It's even better. I should be like, ice cream trucks are a haven for illegal crime in the mall so that we can keep our kids safe from being druggies or something. I don't know. I gotta, I gotta figure the campaign out. I'm gonna get it together. So we used to have a Jamaican ice cream hook hook the trees up. Oh, they hooked the trees up on the, oh my goodness. That's sketchy. It takes one person. Cause I, I feel like doing that is so sketchy cause then the kid goes inside and if the parent, if just one of the parents catch them, which you know, one some parents are gonna catch them with their stuff, they're gonna lie. They're gonna be like, not gonna lie. They're gonna they're gonna rat on the ice cream truck. I got it from the ice cream truck. Da, da, da. It just takes one. It just takes one of them, and then they're screwed. And the next thing you know, they have an undercover cop asking for the special, the Snoop Dogg special. And then next next thing you know, they arrested in jail, and the truck is repossessed. So, I don't know if they should do that.
<laughs> but I know they do. I know they do it though. Miss Lady says we used to love them trucks as a kid. I did when I was younger. I did used to love them. I don't, I don't lie. I'm definitely becoming old. I become an old grumpy old man now. Like get them trucks out of my neighborhood, giving them sugars and fructose. Ah, back in my day, we had real sugar. Back in my day, you know, I definitely am giving that right now. But it's necessary because that fructose and the stuff they're serving the kids is so bad for them. And the music is awful. The music that they're forcing us to like hear in our houses and these ghetto trucks that they drive, no to all of it. It's a no. Um, you see? But they're probably, these ice cream drivers are probably failed musicians who not, uh, all they do is play their mixtape and that's their mixtape that they're playing. Dun, 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 you know? That's their mixtape. And that's all they can do is go around and play it and sell ice cream and hope that they would sell some merch. But if they didn't, if they didn't sign a record deal, then they could also have their masters and they wouldn't have to go ride around an ice cream truck. You know? <laughs> I made that up. Anyway, I want the artist to be free, free from free from captivity. Free from the scams. It's not fair. It's just so not fair, you guys. So not fair. That they have to go through. That these artists. Artists getting sucked into it still to this day. After all this time. After all the people who have gotten scammed. And have went on. I ne I'll never in my life forget Tony Braxton going on Oprah getting embarrassed by Oprah. Although Tony Braxton. And if you heard broke. Cause you broke her deals. She made hundreds of millions of dollars off of her. While she sat on Oprah's couch, penniless. Having her Tiffany China, her Tiffany China and Platery and her crystal glasses all repossessed. Not having your cups repossessed. That's when you know you're real broke. You can't, you can't eat no more. They said, no, we're taking your cups and everything. They, these are Tiffany. We're taking all of this, honey. You No, you're, you're in debt. That's what they told her. They said, nope. And Oprah laughed at her and said, you broke, girl. Oprah said, you are broke. And how'd you get so broke? And she said, you should be embarrassed. Oprah was so rude in that interview. I don't mess with Oprah. Oprah is not my type of person. Oprah is a scammer. But anyway, I just really feel like these artists need to educate themselves and own themselves from day one. If you're an artist, you've already won. You don't need anybody to, to tell you you're good or tell you that you made it. Build your business from the ground up like any other business. The crazy part is that let's say you bought, let's say you um, were opening an ice cream business. Since the ice cream truck was here. Let's say you open up an open up an ice cream business.
You go to the bank. You ask for a loan with your business plan and everything. Your LLC, your LLC or C-Corp, whatever. The bank loans you the money. If they even do it. They loan you the money with a set amount of interest. And it may escalate depending on how long it takes you to pay it back. But it's a set amount. They're not asking you for a percentage of every single ice cream. You know? I'd stay, but I don't listen to... Okay, I'm going to block you because you don't deserve to be here. No one wants you to be here. If you're going to... Like, I'd stay, but I can't listen to chewing. Well, you never can come back again. How about that? Bye. All right, cool. Um, Groovy said, was that a doorbell? No, that was a, that was a church a church bell. Um... So, I let's say you have a business going on. The bank is going to lend you that money. You're going to know your terms and conditions. You're going to have the option to pay it off early. They don't own your store in that kind of way. Um, the real estate you have is like usually leased, a leased commercial space. You operate your business in the way you need to. They're not micromanaging you that kind of way. You hire your own managers, you hire your own team, your own tools. You know? It's just, I don't get why it can't, why it's any different for a record label. They're choosing for it to be different. They're saying the asset that they're holding against you the money they're giving is your actual creativity and your actual voice and your actual brand. That's too much to give. It's too much, it's too much to give. And it doesn't have to be that way. And diddle music... Diddle music proves that it doesn't have to be that way. They distribute your music. All in one place, all the different different platforms. You have the options to get yourself on um, huge playlist. Um, get um, qualify for the charts. Whether you're doing the American charts, the Australian charts, British chart, whatever charts you're doing, you can be you can be on the Billboard charts. Or not, I mean, not what do you call it? Um, you can be qualified to be at least compete in them. Like entered into it, and it doesn't mean, doesn't mean you're gonna rank a certain amount because the ranking depends on how many streams you get. So the marketing you do, but they offer that to you. They offer you publishing. A whole other thing is publishing. A lot of these labels want your publishing. That's a lot of money right there. I mean, the ability to place your music. In movies, TV shows, public performances, they can license you out. But Diddle allows you to do that right from your from your um your dashboard. So that costs a little more than twenty five dollars a month, but still you're able to publish all your songs. Mm. 
$25 a year. $25 a year for the, all the unlimited songs he put out. Worth it. I think I paid like $90 to publish. Something like that. Maybe less. Unlimited. So, when you're looking at that situation, what do we need a label for? What's the purpose of a label when you can do all this on your own? This is you going onto your own platform. And deciding your next move, how you want to how you want to navigate this ever changing industry. So. Mm -mm -mm. Now let's talk about creating music. You may think you need a whole music studio for that, right? My favorite program ever is Logic on the MacBook Pro. Or you can use GarageBand, that works as well too. GarageBand is the, like, the free version of Logic. Is it free free? I think it's included with your computer. These are DAWs, D-A-Ws, Digital Audio Workspaces. There's Ableton, another one. There's Pro Tools. That's a great one too, people use. And for me, I use Logic. Works great for me. I feel like very innovative with, with Logic. You can create a whole symphony of music off of Logic, with, with the sounds that are already included. Or you can download other sounds from your computer, so you still don't have to go to a studio or anything. You can download other sounds, customize them, make them unique to you, and use those in your songs. It is limitless. You can do it anywhere. You can make a whole song on the um, on the plane. In fact, one of the songs I was I was mixing and mastering, I was doing it on the plane on the way to um, on the way to Italy, and on the way back to Paris. Right on the plane, mixing and mastering the song. You know, like what? In the past, you have to be at a studio to do any of this. So I'm just. I just want people to reprogram their brain. I know that we're, we're it's going to happen no matter what. People are going to start seeing the labels for what they are. They're going to try to find another way to, to attract people again, I'm sure. But I don't want people not being part of a label to block them from creating. There's a lot of people out there who don't feel like they're good enough as an artist unless they're signed. And you can literally download these apps on your computer right now. 
In fact, there's one song I did I made off my phone. I got the GarageBand app on my phone, on my app on my iPhone. And I made a song that was supposed to be for fun, but then I ended up putting it out for real. People liked it. I got a lot of streams. Off my phone. So, there's one song I made that people, that's one of my top songs, it's crazy, but I made it off a voice memo. I recorded off the voice memo because you don't need a big crazy mic. I like having, I have a Yeti mic, which is a pretty affordable mic for the quality it is, very high quality. But, um, very affordable. Technically, the mic that Michael Jackson used for some of his songs, some of his most iconic songs, was a very cheap mic. Back then, he said it was like $50 for the mic that he used. He's, he talks about it in some interviews. And we love these songs. So don't think you need someone so much to create. All you need is the creativity, which is the most important part. And so for the people who are out there doing it for money, they're the ones who have to siphon from all the creative people out there who don't know how to defend themselves against very scrupulous, uh, unscrupulous contracts where they get screwed over and lose their money. Lose your ownership. Well, these, um, these talentless artists win. Cause they're good at business. So they figure, I did buy the song from this person. Who cares if I know how to sing it? Who cares? I just want to be famous. I don't want to be, I just want to have the money from it. People think that way. So if you can get ahead of that game and just understand these systems, they're user-friendly. All the systems, every, every system I talked about today is very user-friendly. They teach you how to do it as you're going through it. And they have great support teams. If you have questions, they really will break it down for you so that you feel confident working with them. They want you to bring your, they want you to bring your friends with them, with you. They know where things are going. They know these labels are dying off. They want to make sure that they have an alternative that people can come in and be a part of something and feel free and feel able to, you know, like they'll make more money that way. They know that they get enough people a part of that system. They're going to get money from people paying a little extra for, you know, being a part of certain, certain, um, being submitted for certain lists or competing in certain um, categories. For releasing your song earlier let's say you want your song out tonight instead of in a week it's going to cost a little more a little bit more not much but it adds up for them so they're getting, they're getting their money but you're getting your money and, you're, and you get to keep your ownership if you ever want to leave them they help you leave them. In fact, you don't even have to. You don't even have to like take your streams off of like if your music is up there through Ditto and you want to transfer it to somewhere else later on. You they'll give you the, they'll give you your like RSS feeds or something like there's like some kind of feed that goes to it goes out to the different platforms and they'll they'll help you transfer that over to your next um, 
platform provider, even if, even if it's you that's doing it, they'll support you and make sure that happens, give you all the info. Because they don't own you. They're a service. Don't let these labels own you. Let them do it. So let's, re let's recap some of the ways of, of how you can market yourself. You can either paid or unpaid. The best way, in my opinion, is still TikTok because it does translate to the streaming platforms. People who go viral on TikTok, they do see a direct effect on their Spotify accounts and their or whatever streaming service they're in. They see a direct reflecting data or analytics based on the success they have on that on um, on the on the platform itself on TikTok. Even on here, I just cut my music and people go listen to it from my from my link. They click the link in the bio and they listen to my music and my podcast too. Powers in your hand. And the power is so in your hands that I would love if somebody even had like um I don't I can't I used to think there's a benefit to labels, but I really I'm, I'm having a hard time. Because no matter what, these labels aren't going to give you all that attention. Even if you have a, even if you have a manager, unless it's a manager for just you and not anyone else which is hard to do because that manager didn't have to get paid off of just you and it can become more stressful. No one's gonna care about your music industry or your music business or your career more than you are. No one will. No matter how much you pay them, the people that took out Michael Jackson said that they would do it again if they had, if they had a chance. They said they would do it all over again. They didn't care how hard they worked him. They didn't care about the error of their ways. They were so wicked. They said, I'm going to go bury my friend right now. I'm going to bury my friend. Like they, they didn't want to self-incriminate themselves. So they just said, oh, we would do it again. Like we didn't do anything wrong. Because they know they were wrong. But they wanted to make it clear. Oh, we didn't do anything wrong at all. So they knew that they said something different that could be used in court, you know? Yeah. It's really sad. It's really sad. They said that. He said it. Like, I, and, he, and he says it's so disturbing. I mean, you watch the interview with the one who, like, did the This Is It, the this is it concert tour. You can see that they... They held the fact that Michael Jackson was in debt. Yes, our great Michael Jackson, who we love, a lot of us love him, I did. Um, they worked him to a space where he was so far deep in debt that they held that, they held that whenever he got tired and wanted to, go to, wanted to rest, take a little break, they held that and said, hey, you're in debt, your kids are gonna be bankrupt, they're gonna be on the streets. You might wanna work harder, you might wanna go to rehearsal, you might wanna do this, you might wanna do that. And then they tried to force him to go to sleep with medication 
until it killed him, which was always their plan, was to kill him. That's why they named the tour. This is it, tour. And the movie came out right away. Their idea was, oh, well, we wanted to give the fans something to remember him by since everybody's so heartbroken that he passed away. Let's put the movie out right away. Let's put the movie out right away for people to, to go see it. Really, they were capitalizing off of the intense media coverage of it. And they wanted to, they wanted to translate that into sales. And what did we do? We all went to go see it. Every fan went to see it. Even though we knew that it was sketchy what happened. We loved Michael too much. We had to go see it. And they knew we were going to do that and they, and they profited off of it. They profited. They made it seem as if the, the kids and, the, and his parents were getting the proceeds from it, but it's a dirty business. But the biggest thing, one of the biggest things I said in here, though, is that it's important that they control the artist. So it's built into it. It's important that they do it, in their opinion, because they have to control the messaging, the messaging that's getting out to the public. So it's bigger than even just money. This is messaging. So if you want, if you want to have pure music, music, music that comes from your soul, that's unfiltered, and unbiased, and unslaved, unchained, you can't be with a record label. You can't be with one. It doesn't work that way. Hire your own producer. Hire your own producer. Hire your own engineer. Rent out your own studio. Or make one of your house. Hire your own administrative assistant to handle communication for brand deals. Use that person as a manager. Or hire another public relations person in-house that handles that. Outside of your assistant. So that so that maybe the assistant can do all of the your um your finances or whatever they need to do or get an accountant for that. Watch your accountant. Watch your accountant. Don't let them play you either. Make sure that they make sure that they're just doing their job, they're gonna pay at a flat rate, whatever it is. Like they need to not be too involved to where they can benefit from you being gone too. It's sketchy out there. Give a, give a diddle music or tunecore, whatever you want. Write your own music. Don't judge yourself so hard. People are, you know, you know, I read a study that people are getting tired of the sound of mix and mastered music. What does that mean going forward? To me, that means that experimental music is going to start seeing an increase in, you know, popularity. What does experimental mean? Whatever you make it mean. Whatever you make it mean. People are getting tired of the polished sound. 
my music is my music is experimental to a certain extent. People are attracted to it in a certain like you know certain people are attracted to it. They're, 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 they 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 got so bored of the same sound like they don't want to listen to something where they they, they don't even know who's singing anymore. They have no idea who the artist is. They don't want that. Have fun creating music. If you're in music for money, get out. Get out. Leave. Find another. Go. Go be an accountant. Go find some other industry, and do that music for money. Find somewhere else to do that. It's not the place for that. Get out. I'll go be a music lawyer or something. Mm -mm. Some people want to be musicians musicians for fame. You should be famous doing all kinds of other things. Why, why do music to be famous? Be like Kim Kardashian, be famous, be famous for being famous. It's a great, great career. Why muddy up music for that? Just to make uninspired music. But the record labels love people like that because they know they can control them. They know there's not too much emotions attached to these people that they can just do whatever they say. Like they're like, okay, cool, I, I get this, I get this amount of money. Fine, that works for me. They don't have to worry about it because they're not writing anything. They're not. It's not in their heart. Then they can just quit whenever they want. Say, okay, I'm done with this. I'm over it. I can't quit. I don't care if I make negative money for making music or make billions making music. Not quitting. When it's in you, it's in you. When it's in you, it's really part of you. I don't think that's the only reason you should make music is if it's really a part of you, a part of your being. Like if music runs in your soul and your veins, that's when music should be a career that you pursue. Otherwise you're bound to get in situations that are sketchy, sketchy, sketchy. So final word, I'm done my food, it's amazing. Super full, very happy. Um, final words. Own yourself, own your music, and don't let these labels try to try to trick you. Don't let them do you like that. Own yourself. All right. Rock on, Mercuryans. I hope you have an amazing day for the rest of your day. This episode will be available on rockmercury.com. Hit podcasts on there, and you can see all my podcasts. We're at, this is a 31st episode right here. So 
I'll be posting it later on tonight. Thank you so much for joining in today. We got 3.3 thousand likes. Woo, woo, woo. All right. Appreciate you guys. Make sure you subscribe, follow, all that kind of good stuff. And I will see you on the next Rock Mercury podcast session. Thank you so much. Rock on Mercury. Link in the bio. Bio.